what up what up what up what up y'all it's your boy djt play play it loud podcast episode number two and this episode right here is dedicated to the ones that was down since episode one welcome to play it loud podcast (laughs) yeah like i told y'all seriously man first of all I want to give a special thanks to everybody that tuned in to the first episode, to my pilot episode, everybody that uh, gave me love on social media, gave me the DMs, inboxed me, told me to keep on doing my thing. The ones that haven't tuned in yet, please tune in, check me out, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing this for us, you know, I'm from the hood, I'm born in the city of Compton, so everything that I talk about is something that's relatable to us. I'm never going to try to go off topic and try to do something that I'm not. Because this is what this podcast is about. It's about us. It's for us. So I just thank everybody that tuned in and showed me love. You know what I'm saying? Gave me my props. The ones, you know, gave me the little pointers. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. I'm always open to tips. So I'm just trying to get better and better with this. So if you got advice, you got uh, some tips for me. You know what I'm saying? Little pointers. I mean, you willing to participate and help. You know what I'm saying? Just let me know. And also, I'm on Spotify. So check me out this will be the last audio podcast from me though so the next podcast i will do will be a video and audio content podcast so please come through man check me out i'm hoping to do a um facebook live show so that should be real live (laughs) on facebook live um you get to see me and my boys because i'm gonna try to always have at least one of my boys on the show if possible you know, this thing right here, I talked about it a long time ago. Me and my boys been talking about it for a while. So that's why I wanted to get that pilot out there. Just get some content out there just to let y'all know what we're trying to do, the moves that we're trying to make. So please just continue to, you know what I'm saying, tap in and keep on supporting us, man. For real, for real. Support your boy DJT Play. So speaking of my boys, I do have um, a couple of guests that's going to be on later with me. One of them is my boy, Michael white mike babers man Ah, we gonna have a good time um my other bro leon drum major johnson we gonna go over sports and other little topics man that's gonna be interesting too so please you know what i'm saying stay tuned for that so like i told y'all my show is about you know us so i'm gonna go ahead and start off today with a few things that's going on in the news man um have y'all of course, ain't no half, y'all. The song, Baby Shark, do, 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 Baby Shark. I know y'all know that song. That's all I'm going to give y'all. I'm not going to sing too much of it. I have a toddler. I love my baby, but shoo, she loves that damn song. I have to do the dance with her, everything. So we all are familiar with Coco Melon. If you have little ones, you know little ones, you have know somebody that have little ones, you're just... Some kind of involvement with little ones, you know about that damn baby shark song. Just imagine being an inmate in a jail and you had to listen to this song for four hours straight on a loop. What in the hell would you do? Would you pull all your hair out? <laughs> would you just grind your teeth? Like, what the hell would you do? Well, unfortunately, somebody had to endure this. Um, a guy by the name of John Basco or Basco is a B-A-S-C-O. He was 48 years old, an Oklahoma City man. 
um, two years ago, three years ago, 2019, him and uh, some other suspects was arrested and they were arrested and detained at Oklahoma's detention center, Oklahoma County Det- uh, Detention Center. And the officers there decided to tor- torture these men by playing the baby short tune on a loop for four hours straight while these men was handcuffed to the wall. So I'm not sure if they had to watch it on video or they had to just listen to it. But either way, they was handcuffed to a wall, I believe, and was forced to listen to Baby Shark for over four hours on a loop. Can you imagine that? Man, I mean, that's fucked up. <laughs> for real. But the cold part about it, you know, you don't want to laugh because this man lost his life, unfortunately, recently. Uh... He was found unresponsive in the cell. This is John Basco. He was, um, like I said, 40 years old. He was detained again. Me personally, after going through some torturing for 40 for four hours, listening to that on a loop, ain't no way in the world I want to commit another goddamn crime where I know I'm gonna end up back in that place again. Knowing how they treat a brother with the baby shark. Man, I ain't trying to go near no damn shark. I ain't even like jaws like that. I don't even fuck with jaws, man. Now y'all want to... I don't like baby jaws, and I don't like grown jaws. So, that's messed up, man, on the real, on the real. So, this man lost his life. He was a plaintiff in a lawsuit because him and, uh, I guess, the other guys, the other prisoners that was tortured, they were they had a lawsuit going on against this facility and the officers that tortured them. Unfortunately, he got caught up, got back arrested, had to go back there. So you already know something behind there. They basically just said he was found unresponsive in his cell on a Sunday morning. And there was no suspicions of no suspicions of foul play. Y'all damn lie. Come on, man. Y'all know y'all killed that nigga, man. Let's be real. Y'all killed that nigga for lying for that damn baby shark shit. Y'all was like, ain't no way in the motherfucking world I'm gonna lose my job for. Nigga, I ain't losing my job on no baby shark. Do, 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 do. This nigga about to, you know. So, unfortunately, man, this man lost his life behind that. Unfortunately, don't really know him. Don't really know his history like that. But it's sad that he had to get himself back in that situation before he can actually get him a little cash that probably could have changed his life, you know, seriously. Um, Before I stop with this one, um, another note about this. Oklahoma County facility, detention facility. They are very crooked. They are known right now, I believe it's open investigations against them because this man's death is the 14th death in the last two or three years. There also has been stories of people escaping from this prison or, or detention center there's also been just stories of other incidents of insubordination and other things that's been going on inside this facility. So hopefully, you know, they can get this right. But if you're trapping in OKC right now, that may not be the jail you want to go to or where you may want to go to because if you got the plug, you know, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, on another note, man, uh, Colorado and Colorado, um, the dumbass police, man. I don't know if y'all know, but uh, I think her name is Yarena Rios Gonzalez. She was seriously hurt on September 16th in a, in a collision where the damn police pulled her over. She was uh, suspected of being 
having a gun or some bullshit, whatever, whatnot. So the police roll up on her. They pull her over. They cuff her. One of the dumbass police ladies. And look, I'm not saying police ladies is dumb and all this shit like that. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying women is dumb and police women. No, I'm not. I love lady cops. I love women in general. So let's get that out the way. But this woman in protect in particular, this dumbass police lady, okay, her only, puts this lady in the back of the car. She being all extra out, you know how some of them like to be extra. She puts her in the back of the car. Number one, she parks on the train track. So, so y'all can see where I'm going with the story. The car is parked on the train track. Believe it's an SUV, police SUV. She puts this lady in the back of the car, goes back to search her vehicle or her belongings, whatever, whatnot. Another officer is standing there, supposed to be checking on her. You can see the video where he's looking, and all of a sudden you see his ass turn around, take off running, and a damn train comes and smashes his damn vehicle while this lady's in the backseat cuff. Thank God this lady is not dead. But uh, she did suffer, I believe. Let me see. It caused her to lose some teeth. Uh, she left with a broken arm, multiple fractured ribs, injuries to her head and lungs, and she remained hospitalized. I think until it was a Monday, I believe. So thank God is she didn't die. Unfortunately, she's going to have some life-changing injuries, I'm pretty sure. You know how we all are. Like, shit, that bitch about to get paid. Nigga, don't even worry about this shit. That bitch about to get paid. Yeah, we all want to get paid at the end of the day. But sometimes, is it really worth the money? Especially if you got to live with permanent injuries and shit. Where, yeah, you rich and you got money. But, shit, you don't really have the physical ability to really enjoy the shit like you really want to. So, is it really worth it sometimes at the end of the day? So, but you know, these officers and old girls, she definitely about to lose her job. And that motherfucker that was standing there running, took off running, he didn't lose his job too. I get he was trying to save himself, but just for being right there, how in the fuck you didn't see this? I mean, let's be honest. You didn't see this goddamn train coming at all. You didn't hear that shit coming. You didn't see no damn lights and nothing like that in enough time to where you could have got this damn woman out the car. You know, so yeah, that's some bullshit. Another incident of cops and they bullshit. All y'all not bad, don't get me wrong, because I got cops from, and people's in my family that's, you know, in the law enforcement. So I ain't never trying to shit on the law enforcement. Let's not get that twisted at all. I got love for y'all, but all y'all's not good, okay? Let's just keep it real. On another note in news, Emane Udoka. Boy, 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 boy. First of all, Shouts out to me alone. You keep your head up, baby girl. You know, shit that you go through. Shit that women go through. Dealing with us ass. We'll do, <laughs> dealing with our ass sometimes. Dealing with us ass. Dealing with our ass sometimes, y'all. It's crazy, man. Um, yeah, y'all nigga, like, what the fuck, bro? Nigga, let's keep it real. We be doing some bullshit sometimes. And for this shit to be in the workplace... It's always a touchy situation because being in America, being in a corporate America, being in a job setting, a lot of us have witnessed job relations, have been through job relations, and just have heard about job relations. 
some of them turn out to maybe be lifetime relations where you actually have a family with this person turn out to be the love of your life a lot of times it turns out to be a good little wham bam thank you ma'am and some people can just end it and keep it going keep it pushing I should say um then most of the time let's be honest it's everything shit hits the fan and all the business is out there a lot of people already knew what the hell y'all were doing anyway but now since it's over with now and the feelings and gotten involved and somebody got hurt now all the business is out there so unfortunate for this man i'm a lakers fan so fuck him for the boston Celtic aspect of it because i'm a lakers fan but as far as this man in his personal life um him and Nia alone has been together, I believe, since 2010. They have a child together, 11-year-old. So it's a touchy situation when you have a child together. They've been engaged since 2016, so haven't been married yet, and this is 2022. Nia alone from L.A., born in New York, been raised in L.A. since she was seven. So basically, she's an L.A. girl. Original hood movies, Boys in the Hood, all that shit. Bird from Soul Food. Like, she knows her shit, Love Jones and all that stuff. She knows her shit. She's no dummy. She already, you know, probably didn't think it'd be something like this, but she already, you know, probably had that in the back of her mind. Like, you know, the chances because of the environment, you know, and exactly he was a former ball player. That's just how I go, unfortunately. So not to tap in too much into their business like that. Um, unfortunately, this man is suspended for a year, lost his job. Pretty much, I believe, ain't no way in that what ain't no way in the world they're gonna let this man back. I don't see that happening. So, unfortunately for that family, hopefully they can work through this because they still have a son involved, and they need to be able to raise this child with the best of their abilities. And hopefully, both of them could come to some agreement, you know, and keep that co-parenting going or work through the situation. Who knows? Uh, best of luck to both of them. So coming up in the next segment, I got my boy Michael White, Mike Babers coming up. He's going to go through lifestyle, culture, and everything with me. So relationships and all that good stuff. So that should be fun. So y'all stay tuned to T. Yo, 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 what's good, y'all? Back at it again, man. Play a loud podcast. Like I told y'all at the end of the last segment, I was coming back with my boy, my brother from another mother, my boy Michael White, Mike Babers, man. He from Compton, Compton Finest, but my boy live in New York, so, you know, he gonna give y'all the game. What's going on with New York? What's definitely going on in the hood? Because, like I say, that nigga keep it Compton all the way from Compton to the Bronx, nigga. What up, Mike? What the fuck is up, man? What's going on? What's good, what up, man? What up? Man, nigga, good. You know what I'm saying? First of all, bro, I appreciate you for coming on my podcast, showing your brother love, man. I already knew it wasn't even no hesitation, you know what I'm saying, to get an answer for you once I asked you, bro. I already knew. We always been on the same page from day one. So, your brother, just appreciate you for coming on here, man, showing me some love, man. For real, for real. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. You know what I'm saying? It's an honor, man. I, I appreciate it. You yeah. know, I, I couldn't say no to, nothing, to something like this. I mean, shit. You know, this is history in the making. Yeah, so for I'm real, just happy for real. to be a part of it. 
Yeah, man. Like I said, I'm definitely going to get you on the air again, man, because the next episode is going to be a visual, man, and audio. So I definitely can't wait to get the visual, let people get to see you. They see me, just see us, how we interact, and, you know what I'm saying, do what we do, man. So basically, like I tell everybody, my show is about, you know, lifestyle, culture, relationships, you know, basically everything that's urban, man, that shit, we things that we grew up with, things that we dealt with, that we see in our life, you know, just general lifestyle, man, everyday living. And, um, you know, I got my topics that I always go through, so I'm definitely going to have you on some lifestyle relationship topics with me this time, man. Can't wait to hear your input on a few things. On the last, so, yeah, for sure. On the last segment, I was talking about this boy, uh, E-Man Yudoka, the coach from the Boston Celtics. I know you don't really fuck with sports like that, but I know you know about Nia Long, man, so that was her, her dude. Of course, she's smart, because uh, she's been with him since, like, 2010, got a baby with him. Think he like 10 now but they've been engaged since like 2016 so she wasn't no fool bro she know what it is messing with a ball player coach or whatever it is you know she already knew what it was but you know what's your intake on that man what you think about that situation man man listen it don't matter how bad a bitch is and you know i don't know man carlos miller say you know, is this? It, you know, I don't follow sports, so is yeah. this guy is he is he is he a black man or? Yeah, he a brother too, man. Yeah, no, she didn't. She didn't. Oh. She didn't do that to us. She didn't do that to us. Hey, Nia, okay. don't don't do that to us now, baby. I understand. Don't do that to us now, Nia. Nah, he he a brother. Matter of fact, he look he real brother. His name is Emane Udoka. <laughs> he just oh, like yeah. he light skinned, yeah. but uh, he one of them nice light skinned uh, Nigerian niggas. He one of your he one of your African brothers. Yeah, you know what it, you know what it is, man. When it come to when it come to these women, man, I don't know, man. For some cats, sometimes it just don't matter, man. Like the bitch could be the baddest bitch in the world, mm-hmm. but the niggas, the niggas still gonna find a way to sidestep. Hey, nigga, Jay cheated on Beyonce, bro. So that shit can't happen. Yeah. Jay cheated on Beyonce, so Nia, we fuck with you and all. L.A. and everything, much love, you know. But you down showing Beyonce, and if that nigga did that, Beyonce, everybody can get it. Just. That's just real talk. Hey, my nigga BFB the Pac-Man. Man. Oh, I know my bitch will cheat on me. No, yeah. <laughs> Man. Hey. In this day and age, nigga, you know they cheating first. You know, there's going to be a lot of them there laughing, shaking hands, high-fiving. They're like, hell yeah, you know we are. And there's a lot of them out there that's good. Let's keep it real, ladies. We know there's some good women out there still. Just like y'all should know some good men out there still. But then you got some motherfucking wolves out there that be smelling that fresh blood and like the hunt, man. And once we get in the pack, we gonna attack. <laughs> That's the damn show. Hey, hey, these ladies, right? These ladies that like the cheap, man. I, re- I refer to them. They like cats. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever owned a cat or had a cat before but cats right mm-hmm. cats are something different man I have my kids have a cat so cats use the bathroom in the same spot all the time and after they finish using it what do they do they clean they, they shit up they cover it up they yeah, cover exactly. that shit up right that's these women hmm. Hmm. You know, they, like, hmm. they like cats you know what I'm saying <laughs> Hmm. They do they they do they shit but they cover their shit up. <laughs> See niggas, 
They just, we the perfect analogy to, to, to a dog. Because yeah. a dog can just shit anywhere. Hell yeah, and we shit these motherfuckers with. Yeah. Yeah. He gonna, he gonna cock his ass up. He gonna shit wherever he at. Hell yeah. Whether it's in your house, on the concrete outside, on the sidewalk, wherever. Them cats, though, they ain't like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's just, that's the women. Hey. You know, some of them, that, that's how they are. They sneak, too. Yeah. They can be doing that shit. They can be doing that shit for years. You won't even know. Mm-hmm. You know why, though? Because they never change up their routine. Exactly. They never change up. Oh, they smart with it, nigga. That's one thing about the ladies, and they know that. They damn said, women, y'all out there, y'all already know. Y'all some smart motherfucking cheaters. Y'all are the queen's shit. Matter of fact, I king you motherfuckers when it comes to cheating. Because y'all damn sure know y'all do y'all thing until y'all just don't give a fuck about a nigga no more. That's when y'all put it out there when it's whatever. But when you love a nigga, you out there and slipped up a couple times, oh, you can keep it super squeaky clean. For sure, for sure. So, man, since I'm talking about this dude, man, basically, uh, they ain't put the situation out with the chick he was messing with yet. So we don't know if she white or black or whatever or whatnot. But it's one of those situations where, you know, it's some uh, fucking going on. It's consensual. So, you know, some fucking going on in the workplace, man. So, hey, nigga, we've been in the workplace a long time. We didn't seen a lot of shit. Maybe even did some shit ourselves, you know, but that's a story for another day. But how you feel about, you know, people having relationships and fucking and shit, dealing with, you know, somebody that you work with and shit. It's cool fucking with somebody you work with, but what about fucking actually at the workplace, too? Well, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Fucking at the workplace... I'm not going to say it's right. I'm not going to say it's wrong. It's kind of like one of them. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of neutral, man, yeah. when it comes to that shit, because <laughs> that shit could be, it could be, you know, you got to look at it from both angles, man. It could be cool, mm-hmm. you know, got somebody working. I mean, especially, you know, if you a single guy or a single girl or whatever, you know, and you're really not seeing nobody and you just happen to, you know, click or mesh with somebody that you work with, mm-hmm. you know, and y'all have this attraction. I mean, shit, you know, it's some benefits in there. Yeah. But yeah, that's you gotta be show. careful because that shit can get messy too. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. Saying? And uh, I've been on the, you know, I mean, I, I ain't going to speak all the way on it, but I've been on the receiving end, you know, of some workplace trauma, yeah. you know, uh, in the past. So, I mean, if I had to say it for myself, yeah, nah, nah, I ain't fucking with it. Yeah, ain't fucking you know with it. Yeah. Nah, not me. You know what I'm saying? Because I know, I know what's on the other end of that. So, nah, I don't, I, me personally, I don't want no parts of that shit. Exactly. But you know, you know, to each his own, man. Yeah, exactly, you know bro. If you can be at work and you got one of them kind of jobs where, you know, you can duck off real quick, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go, go get your issue. What they call it? Uh, hey, go do a little community service real quick. You know what I'm saying? Come yeah. on back. Log them hours yeah. and come on back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, by all means, man. But I know, you know, for me, you know, personally, you know, oh, I, have, I have to pass on. Yeah, to pass. man. I mean, I mean, one thing about that, I'll just tap in on it a little bit, elaborate, man. Um, I think in America, shit, that's been going on from day one, man. I mean, it's been going on since since the uh what's that the, the new england times the medieval times man when you know the kings and queens and shit was fucking servants and you know people working in the damn castle and shit like that so you know and, and the workers was fucking each other you know so it always i mean this shit been going on from day from day one man i mean you got some people that 
and then got relationships off of it, you know, and had families and shit, and it worked out for them. And like we just said, you know, you had a lot of situations where it may have started off cool because it's always cool when you looking for you hunt when you hunting for that nut. And then sometimes when you find that motherfucking nut, you know, you need to just get it and not want to keep on getting that same nut. You may want to get it and just, you know, see what it's about and get on. But what happens is people get caught up, feelings get caught, agreements get made in the beginning, and then feelings start getting, you know, getting involved as you start messing around, start doing this shit more than once, a few times, occasionally now. Now this shit starting to become scheduledly now. Now y'all down there like a couple, but you're not a couple, you know? So then feelings start getting involved, man. So yeah, like you say, bro, you know, anybody, I know shit, if we had to do a number and I wish, you know, like I say, next week when we get the visual, we get to have comments and shit. I'm sure about 85% of the workforce that have relationship go on in the business. Let's just be real, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? For real. And the number could be higher than that. Our damn show don't think it's no lower than that. And I'm being nice. I'm going to say at least about 85%. So I think about 15% is straight business, straight work. But come on now. Even without people fucking, it's a flirting going on. You know, you always going to have a little flirting going on. Shit, a little, little wordplay, little little comments being say, little eye contact and shit working together with somebody this shit just naturally happens man you spend at time at work with more motherfuckers uh, with these people than you do with your family you know yeah man so that, that's crazy about that situation so i just hope that you know that work out because like i said they got a child together man at the end of the day so i just hope that work out where you know they still both evolve in that child's life to the fullest the best of their ability that they can be because at the end of the day, man, it's about that child. And it's not about them. It's just an unfortunate situation. That shit got put on mainstream. So, yeah, man, since I got you on, bro, get into, uh, get into, since we already talking about relationships and we talking about fucking at work, let me ask you something, man. What you think about nice guys, man? Do nice guys finish last, bro? You know what I'm saying? Because usually these niggas be getting these women and shit. You try to give them your all and shit. And you be getting, you know, treated like a sucker. Most of the time, they want, you know, real niggas. Niggas that's going to, you know, talk to them crazy, especially this day. Once you elaborate, bro. Yeah, nice guys, man. Yeah, yeah, you niggas finish your last. <laughs> These girls don't want that shit, man. Yeah. They, want, they want the shit they see on Instagram. Mm. They want the shit they see on the gram. Bro. Mm. They don't want no, they don't want no nice nigga. They don't want no nine to five nigga, man. These bitches want to scare them. Mm-hmm. They want to, they want a scammer nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That quick come up, that quick come up. Big ass Balenciaga shoes, mm-hmm. tight ass motherfucking pants, sagging tight ass pants <laughs> up his ass. Yeah. Taking that's vacations and shit. We on the vacation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what they want. Uh-huh. You can't, you can't. Yeah, being nice and all that shit now. That shit don't. Nah. I mean, it may get you somewhere if you dealing with a woman that's, you know, that season. And when I say season, she don't even got to be older. Just yeah. season. Yeah. Just be through some shit and have some life experience. Yeah. You know, um, she don't have to be older to have life experience. There's young girls out here with, with more life experience than some of these older women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't about age. It's just about, you know, having that, that, that season, man. But yeah, a lot of these girls, you know, they looking for the shit they see on the internet. And they don't realize that shit don't exist. No, I don't. All that shit you seeing, that shit fake as a motherfucker. Fake as hell, man. Now, that shit ain't just straight yeah. lights. 
Take yourself down to the the cars be rented, mm-hmm. the houses be the houses be rented. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If the cars the cars ain't no rental, they leasing it. You know, it's man. just it's a facade, man. It's smoke and mirrors, but you know that shit got a big hold on everybody. It's like what Playboy was. It's it's a dream. It sells you the the fantasy and shit. That's a, and that's what they doing. You know, they selling niggas yeah. fantasies and shit, man. A lot of times, <laughs> some of us that know some of these bitches that's on IG, you know what I'm saying, looking bad in the motherfucking, you be like, man, that's dirty ass Tasha, nigga, that grew up over there on 62nd. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we be knowing these bitches, bro. And, and a lot of them that we don't know be the same ones that niggas know them already. Like, oh, she cool, pretty as hell, but man, she ain't got it like that how she doing. And ain't nothing wrong with flaunting your beauty. It's about being fake with it. And that's their problem, man. It's too many of them being fake with it, bro. You know, a lot of them is not genuine with the shit. You know, we always fuck with a girl that's, I don't give a fuck what you look like. As long as you got a nice-ass personality and you real with it, keep it a buck with a nigga, we can always, you know what I'm saying, chill. And it ain't about always chilling to us trying to, you know what I'm saying, be on some other shit. Like, we could just be cool like a motherfucker. Just keeping it real with you. You the homegirl shit. I may plug you in one of my boys or something, but you real. So, I could do that. If I don't want you for myself, I'm like, hey, my nigga, I know this one chick. She cool as fuck. Woo, woo, woo. You know what I'm saying? She a good one, my nigga. You know, I ain't gonna send you no bullshit. But it's hard to find real ones like that nowadays. And then when you do find real ones, them bitches be too damn real. Shit. <laughs> you know what it is? Man. These girls. These girls nowadays, shit, everybody can be cute. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they got everything to make y'all cute. Oh, man. Y'all can go get your body done. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, get your waist snatched. You yeah. know, mess with your cheekbones and your face. All and your that lips, shit. All that other shit. Mm-hmm. If, a nigga, if, if a nigga messed up and he ugly, he just ugly. That's it. it don't matter he can't put it, no amount of clothes and no amount of designer ju- clothes and jewelry to make that motherfucker do <laughs> he's, just, he's just what he is he's just you know a hurt man? motherfucker but these, these just, girls you know they got everything just think about it everybody knows somebody that they went to school with or grew up with and that girl was a little dirty you know the mm-hmm. dirty pissy girl or whatever she was in the neighborhood or at school and fast forward now to 2022 you know everybody's grown now you mm-hmm. see that same girl now you're like well damn what what the hell god damn nigga dirty tasha they became clean tasha now all of a sudden how did that happen saying they got they got these big makeup they got everything man but i mean you know you got niggas out here getting their body done too man yeah. we can't stray away from that no we can't man shit. you know i fuck with drake man but uh you know i fuck with drake that's my nigga and all but i heard you one of them drake so you ain't addressed that yet brother but uh i still fuck with you but yeah just let us know if the room is true or not my nigga these niggas is out here doing their bodies, man. Me, fuck it, nigga. I'm going to keep it greasy, nigga. Either I'm going to work out in the gym, let that shit drop them pounds like most niggas do, get that little bit going, then you gain it on back, and then you claim you're going to go back, but you be like, ah, nigga, fuck it. It is what it is. I'm just going to hold on to these grown man pounds, but to each his own when it comes to that fake body shit, man. I, I like to look at it, some of them, but some of that shit is like... And I ain't gonna lie, I like I like to look at the bullshit too, but I like to talk about it. I like to talk about it when it look good, and I like to talk about them fucking booties that be like a like with a flat ass back. It be so much back, and then it's like a low ass poke out and shit, and then it's still flat at the bottom and shit. 
you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? And you see it from the side and shit like that bitch just put two big ass uh, mini basketballs, you know, the, the kinds that the kids play with in the little machine and shit. Like they just put two mini ass basketballs on both sides of their cheeks and shit just walking around with. Looking funny as fuck. With a little ass frame. I'm gonna tell you something, man. <laughs> Living here, Living in New York, man. Living in this borough that I live in. I think I done seen every style of BBL, gay and body girl. I think I done seen just about every style. From, yeah. the, from some of the best to like the absolute worst. And the, the, what, what, they, what, what they kill me with is y'all women, right? And we ain't bashing y'all. No. We just talking. We just talking. Exactly. Uh, Y'all love y'all ladies. Match y'all butt. Why y'all? Why y'all go and do that shit? Man, Man I give you, a, I give you a quick, I give you a quick example. And I, I mean, I got this lady, right? Uh huh. I hear you. I hear you. That that lives in my, that lives on my route. You know what I'm saying? And me, Clay said earlier, y'all want to know what's going on with me. You know, I'm, I'm a mailman out here, so. As I'm going and doing my route, I saw this lady, and I'm like, you know, she looked regular, just regular. Uh, she ain't really had too much going on, mm-hmm. you know, kind of really bad body. Yeah. You knock know, knee, just, you you not looking twice. Yeah. So a couple of months go by. I see her again. When I see her this time, I'm like, God damn, what the fuck is she gonna do? <laughs> this mother It's not for the best. Or was it for bro, the best? This motherfucker went and got the super size. Can I make it a large for 50 cent more? It's like, nigga, this shit is ridiculous. Oh, man. About, it don't it's so bad. Yeah. It's like it's too much. Ladies, y'all have to understand. Sometimes when y'all do this shit to yourself, just a little bit. Do it. Just like when you go out drinking or you do anything, do that shit in just moderation. A, just enough. Don't, don't overdo it. Don't get she fucked up and don't fuck up. <laughs> Play this Man. girl. Uh, this girl shit is so overdone. It's not even. It's nowhere near cute. It's mm. hilarious. You got. I remember I was walking with my son and I saw her. You know, and I'm not working. Yeah. So I'm with my son. We making moves. And me and my son is walking behind her, and it's two older ladies walking on the side of me and my son. They they hitting each other and, and, and tapping each other and pointing at her and laughing. They thought that shit was funny, cause that shit looked Yeah, weird. exactly, the way it looked. And she thinking she bad in the motherfucker out here, like she just miss badass, just miss popping and shit, not knowing motherfuckers is laughing at you. Yeah, you may, hey, hey, you may get a fuck, <laughs> but that's Play, it. The, the green motherfucker with the one eye. What's his name? Mike Meister's house. Is that his name? The little the little ball with the with the <laughs> the little green monster with the one eye. And the motherfucker got the skinny ass legs and, and just body. Oh yeah, I don't know his name, but I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> with the one eye, yeah. This how they be looking, man. That shit horrible. Ladies, I gotta stop that shit. And most of, most of the women that do that shit, 
it's it's a nigga, right? Always. It's a nigga that they came in and fucked up their self Always, man. I'm glad you tapped on that because most of the time when I'll be seeing they ass, I'll be seeing the nigga and I'll be like, this ugly motherfucker right here got you out here looking like this. And then sometimes when they good, the same thing. I'm like, this ugly motherfucker, you this who you with? But I, I know he paid for it. But yeah, most of the time, especially when it's fucked up, it's always be like, nigga, I mean, hey, they doing man bodies too. So while your girl sitting there getting that knife, you should have went and got your shit done too while you was, you know what I'm saying, edging her on, edging her like, when you gonna go ahead and get them titties done? I thought you was gonna get that ass done. Shit, she should have said, well, nigga, I thought you was going to get that six-pack done, motherfucking shit. My doctor got a deal, nigga. We can both get our shit done two for one, motherfucking. Two for one. Shit. Nah, man. So that's funny, kid. I was going to ask you about looks and just how important they are, but shit, we are in the touched on looks, man. So what I want to ask you one thing, you know, uh, no, I mean, we talked about looks already. So what I want to ask you, man, you know. We all have been in situations with women, so we don't think so. We, you know, we don't want the women to think that we in here just bashing them and shit right now. So I'm gonna ask you a question, man. How do you feel about you know a woman, you know, a good woman that you'd had in your life, and it ain't got to be somebody that you necessary and you know what I'm saying had relationship with, you know, because we done had a lot of homegirls, chicks that's like sisters and stuff like that. So how you feel about never disrespecting a woman or a girl that was there for you, man? How you feel about that? Yeah, that's that's important, man. No matter what level, what, no matter what level it was, or how she was there for you, like you said, because it could have been a homegirl that was like a sister. Hell, it could be a female that's one of your family members, like a cousin, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Yeah, if they's there for you, man, you know, there shouldn't be no reason that you should be disrespecting them at all. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate the people that's around you too. Exactly. You know, sometimes sometimes we get mixed up in life and we have great people in our in our circle and they bring great energy and positive things and sometimes we just get straight away from that shit, man, and it end up just going somewhere else. And you really don't mean for it to go that way. No, you know, and I not think not appreciate the women that's in your life. Exactly. Whatever 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 reason that they there for you know everybody coming to your life you know and it's a purpose for them coming into your life i mean whether it's for you know a short time or a long time um if it's for a long time that's a great thing if if it's for a short time you know just make sure that you you take yeah you know what i think about that man a lot of shit is that I think a lot of times it's more a reaction thing with us when it comes to that, bro. It's more of that we, uh, I mean, women, man, once they get hurt, you know, and a woman's scorned, man, they get disrespectful like a motherfucker. They talk about us, man. You know, they put all your dirty secrets out. That's the thing about it. They tell the hurtful shit, the shit they know that's going to hurt you. You know, shit that you don't even supposed to let come to light. We supposed to both took this shit to the grave with us like what are you doing so you that's know woman. you know for real then and you know what I'm saying yeah you know that shit be hurtful bro you know yeah yeah but that's that's the thing so you so you gonna react yeah so and then you know ain't gonna blast your shit she ain't gonna speak on that mm-hmm let she tell you about yourself just you and her you know what I'm saying but far as far as putting your shit on 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 front street nah she ain't gonna do that but now just you and her now look here motherfucker now i know you you don't want me to tell about your little pissing in the bed ass incident nigga talking about you was drunk you ain't drinking motherfucker. oh pissing in the bed ass boy you know what i'm saying but i ain't want to tell your little business nigga don't try to show your ass that nigga show your ass one more time 
like, yeah, you right, you right. You know, you know a nigga was just feeling himself though. But you know, they ain't gonna blast you. But that immature one, oh, she put all your shit there. Oh, pissing in the head ass nigga. Y'all know this nigga be paying the bill, extra draw carrying ass nigga. Yeah, yeah, nigga, you be carrying draws, nigga. Yeah, your extra draw carrying ass nigga. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Niggas looking like, uh, you still pee in the bed, my boy? That's what you still doing? <laughs> trying to find a way to hurt you. And you, you like, know, you know, it's fucked up. Any little thing. Yeah. Oh, broke ass nigga, when your ass is hungry and shit, who the bitch be feeding you, nigga? Who be feeding your broke ass, nigga? You out here, you know, they say your whole shit like, damn, you ain't never been hungry too? Like, we fed each other. Like, don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, we, we fuck with each other, so it's supposed to go both ways. Like, yeah, I was hungry sometimes. You was hungry sometimes too. But you know, they're never gonna tell that real shit. That's the cold part though. Mm-hmm. Like, when they do when they do shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like when you do shit like that, when you start to bring up shit that you did for a motherfucker in the midst of y'all turmoil or y'all having problems or y'all y'all getting ready to split or whatever the case may be, if y'all if if that person, male or female, start to bring up shit that they done for you. Like it's some type of contest or something. Mm-hmm. They never was really true about what they was doing for you. Man, you know what I'm saying? They was using, they was doing what they was doing for you, but you, that was they, that was their ammunition. Exactly. They got. So yep. if it ever comes to this, I got some on his ass. I hold this, this over you. Yeah. I, I hold you this over his head. Mm-hmm. Do that shit from the heart. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't no. Why should I have to? run down a laundry list of things that I've done for you when I did it out of love. Exactly. I did it because I cared. Exactly. I, did it, I didn't do it, you know, to get a pat on the back. You know what I'm saying? So women or men who do that in them type of situations, you didn't mean what you was doing in the first place. It, it was never no real, no genuine love or nothing behind that. You exactly. just You did it so that you can have something to use against this person when the time when the time came if it ever comes and that's real shit man i don't know man i just i hate when people just gotta you know get in their feelings they want to just put hurtful shit out there about you man like i said i just like you say it's better to just fuck with a grown woman and find a woman that's gonna tell you about yourself behind closed doors you know gonna never put your business out there because this never should be a list about what i did for you what you doing for me what have you done for me lately it's about what we doing for each other and if we're not doing for each other how can we do it for each other how can we build for each other but shit man it's just it's a new day man i mean you got these young niggas out here calling these bitches you know bitches <laughs> women like you just call it but y'all know what i mean ladies seriously these motherfucking men is out here calling y'all bitches and y'all just accepting the shit like it's cool these niggas is calling y'all bitch like y'all are a female dog nowadays and it's cool with it i mean it's just new generation is something else bro but we down so nigga i already know me and you gonna heart for a long time nigga which i ain't tripping it's a podcast nigga we can talk for hours so we coming up we just gonna take a little break and then we gonna get back with everybody nigga and keep this shit going play a loud podcast man me and my boy white mike man tune in man we be right back back again like i said took a little quick break man my boy mike man we continue it on with the segment 
man, this is my brother right here, so we could talk for hours. You know, I'm trying to keep it on topic, trying to keep it scripted as much as I can, but this my nigga right here, my motherfucker. So we gonna talk how we talk. Yeah, and you know it, my nigga. We gonna talk that shit, man. So I want to ask you another thing, man. So another thing, uh, what you feel about making your own happiness a priority? Man, I'm glad you I'm glad you touched on that. I know in the first segment, you know, you was saying that, you know, you want people to know what's going on with me and all these things. I know it's about people who haven't heard from me in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, you only see part of what you see on social media. Mm-hmm. But um to to go into that question, making your happiness a priority is super duper important Mm -hmm. like you have to have to make yourself happy if you do not make yourself happy you cannot make other people around you happy your mental health also is important you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know but while in the military while i was serving in the navy I got turned on to synthetic marijuana and I became addicted to it to the point to the point where I had to go to rehab wow Um, you're giving us exclusive right here bro you're giving us exclusive go ahead bro yeah I lost uh, I lost quite a few few physical things Um, you know I had a couple cars I had you know some money or whatever Uh, ran off through it um, got out the military super duper uh, depressed you know just not understanding why I could give my years of my life to the Navy mm-hmm. and then at the drop of the dime it's okay well, we don't need you no more so bye you know thank you bye and I didn't know how to process that so getting out the drug use the drug use got it got heavy heavier than it already was Um, I went to rehab Um, it was a lot of things that happened to me and a lot of people probably would look at me and go it's no way you you look like you you haven't been through nothing exactly Exactly. I went through quite a bit you know and it was rough man and you know before I went to the rehab I wasn't making myself a priority yeah. I wasn't making my happiness a priority. Yeah. So therefore, I wasn't able to make the people around me happy. You know, my children. You know what I'm saying? It just, it, man, it was bad. It was really bad. I was in in dark places, and it's just like I couldn't get out, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just trying to claw out. You know, claw out of, of being buried alive, mm. and just hoping to see that you see that little ray of light stick yeah. through the dirt hole it, it, and it, exactly. just, it just wasn't happening you know wow. it just wasn't happening so making yourself a priority is super duper important and I mean now looking back at it it's been seven years man yeah that been, God is good been, bro God is good man seven, absolutely yeah. seven years I've been clean and sober from I mean I don't do anything I don't drink I don't smoke no hookah, wine cooler, cigarettes, e-cigarettes, nothing. nothing. And I'm not knocking people who do that. Yeah. I just know that for me, exactly. that yeah. doesn't work. It's you not know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's not for I everybody. Have, you know, 
I, I don't know how to do those types of things in moderation. So because I don't, I will never do that shit ever again in my life. Yeah. My quality of life is better. I love myself a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know because when I went and left and went to the Navy, only the people that was closest to me knew that I was gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You my brother, so you exactly. knew I was gone. Exactly. You watched me leave. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just were there. He just left and, you know, we don't know where he went. Yeah, I went and did that. It was a lot that came with that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I, I wouldn't trade none of that shit in. All that shit got me to where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, you know, that life, those life experiences and going through those things I went through, the way I went through, it was a blessing that, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Sometimes you got to go through you know, some things, man. I got the rough you know, times, man. You got, hey, you got to crawl for you walk. You down sure got to got to go through the rough patches before you can walk on some smooth shit. You know, yeah, that's real shit, yeah. man. So yeah, you know, man. hey, like I say, God is good, bro. And I'm glad you know, what I'm saying you made it through that. I, I'm thankful that you know, what I'm saying you share something like that openly, man, on my podcast, man, because you know a lot of people gonna listen to this and be like, damn. Mike went through that? No way. So you just never know what people go through in their life and shit. You know us from school. You know us from growing up and shit. You see how, and this is being real, and I'm going to tap into this because I wanted to, you know, elaborate on making your happiness a priority. But like I say, with me and you on some shit, we're going to talk how we talk. So with this is that, man, you got a lot of people, bro, that you went to school with that we see, you know what I'm saying, out here, you know what I'm saying, on social media and shit. We all do this shit. We all post some motherfucking good times. We all post when, you know what I'm saying, when you freshly own and shit like that. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. But, you know, a lot of us, we know each other. We grew up with each other. Or we know somebody that knows you just like somebody you know knows us. So a lot of us, you know, we do so much fronting when we know we all got real life situations. We all go through that struggle. Shit ain't always just peaches and cream the way we all try to put that shit out there a lot of times. And, you know... When you can share some shit like this, how you just did, bro, about your mental health, man. Because there's a lot of other people that, you know, went through some shit, too, or are going through something right now, man. And for somebody like you to share that with us, bro, you know what I'm saying? That's real big, man. I appreciate you for that. And I know a lot of other people going to appreciate that and be like, damn, I didn't know that shit about Mike, man. And shit, yeah, look at him now. You know what I'm saying? He got his man, kids. You know, he over there. Look, because I got to tap on this, too. He over there, look, got his kids and shit, and he over there. Uh, not letting off that little nigga with the shoes because I know everybody been seeing you killing that little nigga with the shoes, man. <laughs> hey, we, we, we gonna get to that. You, we know, get to that. you know, we definitely, like I said, we don't want to tap in on that too much because I want to do that in the visual so you can bring out some more exclusives on, but just a little bit, man. How did that shit even start with that little dude, man? We want to know, man, because, boy, you been going hard for like a month or so straight on this little nigga. You done, you done buried the nigga, brought him back to life, buried him again, sent the nigga to the earth crease, pulled the nigga up from the crust of the earth, sent the nigga out of space, and I guess he just floating shit, probably about Pluto or something by now, bro. Crazy. <laughs> so for everybody who, you know, has been following this and been watching this whole thing unfold, it started, okay, like I said, for, people, for the people who don't know, I work for the post office. I'm a mailman. I've been a mailman for about nine years now. Mm-hmm. So I've always had an infatuation for sneakers, the sneaker culture. Um, it started, you know, before high school, 
uh, going into high school. I mean, you know, my brother here played, you know, our crew. Um, I just saw these things growing up as a kid. Mm -hmm. And I always told myself, when I'm old enough to be able to provide for myself, you know, that's something that I'm going to make it my business to get those things that I didn't get to have you know, growing up, I exactly. mean, shit, yeah. it, it, a lot of things in life for a lot of people is based on nostalgia, mm -hmm. things you've seen, you know, mm -hmm. it was guys in my crew, you know, played being one of them, you know, I saw things that they had, and I just, it was like a, it was like taking a mental note, and then just kind of folding that piece of paper up and putting it in your back pocket, you exactly. know what, I'll look at this later. Yeah. Um, so, once I could, put myself in a position where I was able to start buying uh, that's that's what I did I ain't gonna get too detailed in it cause we can definitely yeah, exactly yeah like I said we ain't gonna, go get, yeah, we ain't gonna get too much time, about that yeah exactly say, you know this young he's a young boy y'all he's about 25 I think yeah. 26 so he came into the job a while back um, you know and I had been seeing him coming in you know with, with a few kicks yeah and we have a locker we have a locker room you know, where you can have your locker and change or whatever if you're not coming to work in your work clothes. So it was a few times I come in there and, you know, I see I see some shit on the floor and I'm like, hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah. I forget if he, if he says something to me, but I told the nigga, don't get me started. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, you know, he's a cocky young dude too. So I said, yeah. okay. As, right, as he should be, you know, we like, look, we like that shit too. You know that, we know we like that shit. You know? I like that shit, and I told him, I said, you know what? Don't get me started, because uh, we going to do this shit yep. like it time. Yeah, just be ready for it, though. We like that, we love it, you know? Yeah, so he, he came in one day, you know, it just started. He came in one day, and I see his shit, and I'm like, okay. Okay, y'all. Uh, so, it's just like a bag. And I want everybody to understand this. Before we started recording, I had already been busting his head for like two weeks prior to that. Before we even started recording. So that's some shit that we haven't so, seen yet. So you can put that on on the video podcast for us next time for sure. Right, so, yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely it's yeah. some shit that, you know, I didn't put on camera. Yeah. You know, that I, I had worn. And, you know, I try to mix it up in between two. You know, I know everybody saw the one, the one, uh, the one, the one, uh, story where I put the sandals on. Oh, you know, yeah. Everybody know that Mr. Old Lemon Pepper Step was the poppy sandals. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just wanted to give everybody a laugh, you know, to kind of different little flavor. Yeah. For a minute, you know, the shit is, it gets intense, man. Oh, I yeah. I really wish that y'all could see, like, when I come in in the morning, it's so real. When I come in the morning and I come upstairs to the work floor, my supervisor is calling this dude's name. And, like, what you gonna do? Yeah. And everybody stops what they doing. Yeah. And they, they looking over by the desk because they trying to see what I got on. Yeah. So I come to the middle of the floor and I talk my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like but where you at, man? What you, you, you know, y'all just get you know, me and him interacting by the locker room. Yeah. But it's a, it's a whole, whole thing shit going on. A whole, beside, whole behind the scenes niggas ain't seeing. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. know, he got started and you know, I, for me, for me, I really enjoy it because it's like, 
This is what we buy this shit for. Exactly, bro. Yeah, you buy it to wear it. Niggas want to buy it and let that shit keep, keep it and in, keep it safe and play. shit. Yeah. Play. I'm going to stress that shit over and over. You have to wear it. Exactly, bro. Wear your shit. shit. To idolize this shit, mm-hmm. to sit up and look at it. You buy this shit to wear it. Because if you don't wear it, it's going to fucking fall apart. Yep. I don't care how new it looks. You had it in the box since 2000 and whatever. If you don't wear it, put your feet in it, put some pressure down on the on the, on the shoes and that glue. So and shit, shit, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's gonna shit going to dry rot right, right on your ass. Wear exactly. your shit, guys. Don't idolize this shit. Wear your shit. Keep it clean, but wear your shit. Exactly, man. So enjoy it. So while you know we talking about yeah, while we talking about youngsters, man, you know what I'm saying? I want to tap on tap in with uh it's real shit today, man. You know what I'm saying? Life, bro. Every fucking body got heat today, man. And it's a lot of these young niggas, man. They just, you know, actually started in our generation where niggas was starting to pop pop motherfuckers and not really want to catch that fade anymore, but nowadays, bro, you know, you get your ass popped on the freeway, on the side street, at the store. Shit, it don't matter, man. Shit happens any fucking where. We damn sure see it happening at these schools and stuff, man. So, how do you feel about motherfuckers with guns, man? Everybody having a fucking gun nowadays, bro. Okay. And look, but can't fight a lick. Yeah, that shit. It, it really. That shit makes me sick to my stomach. And I have to go back to some shit that we said in the first part of the podcast. It goes back to fucking the internet, mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, all these different platforms. This is the shit that they glorify. These Draco TikTok. motherfuckers and shit, yeah. Right, yeah. TikTok. Yeah. This is where they get that shit mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. These niggas, these niggas is lost. Yeah. They don't have no guidance, none of that shit. And, and I'm gonna tell you something. Up here, up here in New York. These niggas is so lost, man. And it's no disrespect to New York and yeah. nothing like that. So I don't want nobody to take it the wrong way. Exactly. But these these young people here is lost. I've never, bro. These these young folks up here are robbing elderly people. I just ran on my phone yesterday. Somebody brutally attacked and robbed an 81 year old man. Last week, somebody robbed an elderly person for thirty dollars, man. 30 bucks. And I'm going to tell you something what? like you, bro. That shit that you saying, it happens out here now, too. These niggas out here, wow. That's what, that's why I brought this subject up, bro, because it's going on out here, too. So that's just let you know it's happening everywhere. Same situation with you saying. We got elderly people out here getting robbed by these youngsters, bro. It, it, it's no, it's no respect no more in this day, bro. You know? That's sad. For real, bro. You don't, no, yeah. you, don't no, you don't get no type of points for that. No, you no. Hell no. You, you get strikes for that? Mm-mm. You won't. Uh-uh. Not at all. You don't get no strikes for that shit. Not at all. Not at all, man. Yo, yeah, that shit, that shit is going on everywhere, man. These, these niggas don't have no guidance no more, man. You know, and and I'm tired of people saying, I mean, I get it. The, does having a mother and father play a fucking factor? Yes. But I think even at the same time, Shit, I grew up, I mean, I know my dad, but shit, I mostly grew up in a single-parent household, and I turned out just fine. And shit, my motherfucking mother, bipolar, schizophrenia. So, what's my excuse to sit up and say, oh, my mom was bipolar, 
shit possibles whatever that nigga you know what i'm saying he was around every now and again so it is what it is nigga i just you know what i'm saying was out here trying to get it my nigga or i'm gonna look at that shit and be like god damn i mean i ain't had the best blessed situation like i would want to be in but i'm gonna make sure that i don't have to go through this as an adult and when i decide to have my own family my family you know i have to go through the shit i went through you know that's the way it's supposed to be man but these young motherfuckers don't have no mindset to think about the future, man. These motherfuckers live for the te- for today and not for tomorrow, man. And it's and it's fucked up, bro. Cause like I say, I hate sometimes when you gotta kind of bitch up to the little niggas because you know if you tell a nigga I fuck you up or something, this nigga is liable to put a gun out on you and shoot your ass. Cause they don't give a fuck about you, you know, exactly. for real. So it's like sometimes you gotta just bite your motherfucking tongue and walk off and be like, man, I ought to whoop this little skinny jean wearing motherfucker ass, man. But this nigga, you know what I'm saying, it's just sagging what they call with the biscuit on him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Skinny jeans, skinny jeans showing with the biscuit showing. You know, skinny jeans sagging with my biscuit showing. So it's crazy as fuck, man. I don't know, bro. And then my thing is, niggas can't fight worth shit. Then you gotta watch out because since we're gonna talk about niggas that can't fight, bro. Then you gotta watch out these motherfuckers that be looking like square and corny motherfuckers and them niggas be MMA fighters like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, that nigga barter grab your ass and give you a couple of knees and a back skin and a backspin kick. <laughs> man, put your ass in a straight maneuver, nigga. Be like, now tap, bro. Fucking tap. Fucking tap or I break it. I'll break it, bro. <laughs> like, like, nigga, I thought we was about to catch your head up, man. What the fuck was all this kneeing and grabbing and shit, nigga? That's the problem. That's the problem too. It ain't enough for that shit either. Nah. It ain't enough. It ain't enough for squaring up. It ain't enough. Nah, nah, cause you they know, got that shit. Yeah. Nah. Then, you know, after that, you go where you go. He go where he go. Nah. You know, if you feel like you didn't get whatever you was looking for, and then you see the nigga again, you know, y'all square up again. You square up, and then I, you know, every time you see him, until you get fucking tired of doing that shit. Yep. But it's it's no more of that. You know. The guys that was instilling them, them, them things like that there, you know, a lot of them has died off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Now yeah. these niggas is these niggas is is out here just spending for themselves. Yep, exactly. And the ones they do got around shit. The niggas ain't nothing really to look up to like that. But it shouldn't be. The thing we always learned about that, and we knew this growing up. Nigga, it can be the bomb nigga at the car wash, nigga, that shine tires. But if you gave that nigga 15 minutes to really listen to what the fuck he trying to tell you, that man got a story. He been through some yeah. things. So if you gave that man yeah. 10 to 15 minutes of some time and really open your eyes and your ears and listen to what this man is telling you, your motherfucking ass may learn something, bro. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. real. So they're just writing motherfuckers off all the time because the situation ain't in. A lot of times these motherfuckers is in situations because you never know. Life hit us all. But you know, a lot of times these niggas got some wisdom for your ass if you just listen to them, man. For real, bro. Yeah, man. So we almost gonna come to the end of our segment, man. But I want to tap in on you on a few things, bro. I had a. I'm gonna try to do this with most of my guests that come on and shit. You know, it's typical, but shit, we all do it. Barbershop talk. So I know you don't really fuck with the sports like that. So I got an all-time baseball lineup. I'm gonna do that shit uh, on my sports uh, topic. You know, what I'm saying with one of my sports guests, but. For sure, nigga, we fuck with that rap shit. So I got my top five of all time, my favorite rappers. Ain't no order. So I got uh number one, I got Snoop. 
I got Buster Rhymes. I got my nigga Pac. I got Scarface. And then I got my boy Jada Kiss. Who you got, dog? Okay. All right. Shit, my top five. Top, my top five all the time, man. Of course, Snoop is definitely in there. Snoop, Dre. Uh, this nigga be doing some controversial shit sometimes. I don't know what's going on with him as of late. But, you know, he put out great, great music. Great storyteller. You know what I'm saying? I gotta fuck with him. He's a combinator, man. He game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's Shout, out to, Young, man. Shout out to JC Young, man. Shout out to JC Young, man. You need to leave that NBA. Hey, Jay, leave that Eminem shit alone, bro. I, I, I know it's for the album publicity, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? But come on. Nigga, you know you ain't fucking with him. Nigga, you tripping, nigga. You tripping, blood. <laughs> yeah. Jay, yeah. leave that alone, my nigga. For real. Yeah. On the real. Yeah, you gotta leave that shit alone. <laughs> yeah, so I got Snoop. Train, yeah. game, uh, 40 water. I've been listening to water since. Motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, motherfucker. Yeah. And, uh, shit, man. I mean, yeah. Hey, you know, yeah. I would say you can have. Yeah. You know, we, we, got, we got other niggas. All right, you know, if, if I gave a niggas 10 to 15, we can name them, but you know, it's harder when you just want to say five motherfuckers because they got shit. It ain't gotta be about niggas' skills and lyrics. It's about what they mean to you. It's your top five, you know, shit. Cause nigga, yeah. I can put Master P in my shit, nigga. I, you know, I thought I was gonna be on No Limit back in the day, nigga. I love me some Master P and everything he represented, what he did for a lot of folks. So definitely, nigga. You know, we fuck with Ice Cube, the whole fuck, nigga. The West Side Connected as a whole, you know what I'm saying? So definitely, nigga. I gotta ask you that. Then we gonna since we talking about that, nigga. Give me your top five groups. I'm gonna let you go first, and then I'm gonna go with mine. Look, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Let me think about mine. <laughs> All right, well, shit, groups. And then it can be two, three. You know what I'm saying? They gotta be five or six motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Hey, nigga, Westside Connection. When they dropped that bow down, mm-hmm. I remember I bought that shit on cassette tape. Mm-hmm. So you young motherfuckers don't know nothing about that. Yeah, nigga, it yeah. was this was before CDs, yeah. nigga. Yeah. I bought the cassette tape. Mm-hmm. Bow down was hard. That whole that's, that that's was, nigga. That yeah. niggas went. Well. Oh, Westside Slaughterhouse, nigga. Oh my gosh. The who banger with everybody named Mama on it, the twelve minute long who banging version. Shit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Gangsters make go the world go around. I gotta oh, go with Westside Connect. Mm. Damn, man, you put me on the spot when they come to groups. I mean, mm-hmm. shit. You know our I era, can't. nigga. You know we was born in the 80s, like I tell motherfuckers. I'm a 90s and early 2000s, nigga. After that, mm, I DJ, so I still gotta listen to this shit. But you ask me what's my shit, what I can go to. Yeah. Hey, check it in, check it in, hard in the mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, J.E. Yeah, my niggas, uh, I fuck with some J.E. See, now you want to go on a whole nother shit. Now we going to go on R&B, see? See, I'm going to go J.E., 112, all this shit. Nigga, keep the rap. Nigga, keep... Fuck it, look. I'm going to go with mines, and now I'm going to let you come back with it. So I'm going to go with... Because I had to think a little bit since I let you go a little bit. So, of course, nigga, Westside Connection. That's for damn show. Nigga, Ghetto Boys, nigga, for damn show. You know what I'm saying? Outcast for damn show, nigga. Those my niggas right there. Look, nigga... It ain't no order because Bone will probably be number one, nigga. I'm a Bone, nigga, for life, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Bone does a harmony all day, every day. Um, oh, nigga, of course. Shit, NWA, nigga. It's, it's Compton, nigga. You know what I'm saying? All day. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where this shit started from. Real shit. So, and then just to give a little a little sleeper in there, you know, a little shout out, nigga. East Siders and Dog Pound. You know what I'm saying? For down so. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you up now, right? Okay. Yeah. We pretty much the same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Westside Connection, the Eastsiders. Yeah. Yeah, you hit, you hit me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them niggas hard. Yeah, nigga, forget about my nigga Dre, big boy, nigga. That's all day. What's that yeah. one album Outkast had? Nigga, oh, Quimini, man. nigga, the Atlas, nigga, uh, AT Aliens, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. Nigga, uh, was, yeah, Quimini, that's my shit, though, especially the art of storytelling with Slick Rick. Nigga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was a dope ass album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of groups out there, though, man. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, we grew up on the West Coast. I mm-hmm. mean, we listened to a lot of shit, but it was like... You know, it's, it's the West, for sure, nigga. Yeah. We definitely gonna tap into some other shit, bro, about producers and everything, because I like how you brought up the R&B group, so we'll definitely do that one on another one. But before I let you go, since we talking about our era, bro, and you know this is our shit, nigga. What is your top five wrestlers, bro, of all time? Because <laughs> we grew up on that, we grew up on that WWF shit, nigga. WCW and that WWF shit. WWE, that's yeah. that new shit. Yeah, that's for the, this before the E, y'all. Yeah. This when the F was on the end, right? For you young motherfuckers. And they did the F, the E. They did the E. Uh, after the F because it was copyright exactly. so that's where that E shit comes exactly. from but it's really the F exactly. so, for me top 5 man Ravish and Rick Rude mm. I'm fucking with Ravish and Rick Rude OG the State, OG. you know what I'm saying OG uh, Macho Man OG uh, Stone Cold mm-hmm. that's my nigga right there and uh I gotta do six, man. Yeah. The first, when when Undertaker first introduced oh, yeah. himself. Uh-huh. The original one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That, original. Yeah. That Undertaker. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I gotta go with The Rock, too. Oh, yeah. Go of there. course. Jamoni, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, coming out here with my $600 shoes and my $800 pants with my $1,200 electrifying belt. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm gonna do, Jabroni? I want to take these son of bitches off. I want to turn them son of bitches sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. <laughs> that's my ass, my nigga, man. Yeah. So for me, man, uh, going just from kid to now, as a kid growing up, man, Hogan, Hogan gonna always be number one for me. But I love Hollywood Hogan. I love the villain shit, man. That that villain shit when Hulk, when Hulk Hogan put that black on nigga with that beard, nigga with the black beard with the little with the little. Uh, Blonde, blonde goatee. Oh, nigga, that was it for me, nigga. That was it, brother. Nigga, that was it, nigga. Yeah, so Hogan, man, for Hogan for show. Sure. Hollywood are regular, man, but Hollywood, of course. Uh, second, my boy Undertaker, man, of course. Uh, Stone Cold, man, that's my that's my guy right there. He could be number one, but just as a childhood love, man, ain't nobody beat Hogan, man. Even though Hogan did his little bullshit, I still love some Hogan. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I still love my boy Hogan, man. Um, of course, my of course my boy Rock, the Jabroni, man. I, I love my boy, man. Got to have my boy Rock on there. That's number four, man. And then for five, man, it's, it's so many of these cats, bro. But 
man. British Bulldog. Nigga salute to my nigga British Bulldog. You know what I'm saying? Baby boy, man. That nigga, man. My nigga British Bulldog, man. That was my guy right there coming out with the braids, nigga. All swole with the shit tie- tied around his arms and shit. Bitch pressing this shit, nigga. You know it's over with, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, that, 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 was, that was my guy right there, man. That, and there's so many other, you know what I'm saying, not to mention, man, shit. Because I love me some Andre the Giant, man. That was my boy right there. Hey, Big Zeus, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? For real, that's Continative right there, man. So it's a lot, bro. But anyway, I appreciate you tapping in with your bro. Like I said, we definitely going to do this again on the visual tip. So people can see us, see our interactions, see how we just having a good time, man. You know, they're going to want to be nosy and shit. Check out the backgrounds. That's all good. It's all love. Just show them how we doing, you know. And I love you, bro. And I thank you for coming on, man. You know what I'm saying? Let the people know, man. Glad to to be here, man. For sure, for sure, for sure, man. So this is my boy Mike Babers, man. You know what I'm saying? A.K.A. White Mike. Y'all know from the east side. Don't get it twisted. Your boy D. You know what I'm saying? DJ T-Play, man. Play a loud podcast, man. We're gonna keep it going. Be back in a sec. What up, what up? Back on Play a Loud Podcast with your boy DJ T Play. Almost at time of the night where we do the sports recap. I got another special guest in here. Another one of my day ones. One of my bros. My boy Leon. You know what I'm saying? What is it? Little drummer boy? Drummer King? What is it? Let him know, let him know your producer name, Leon. Because that nigga got hard tracks for y'all. He got them beats. So, rappers out there. Y'all niggas think y'all got platinum tracks? Man, y'all ain't heard nothing yet, man. Shit. I was using drum major. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Drum. I know some of the drummer. There it is. Drum major. Yeah. Nigga, them drum major tracks is on point. Nigga, I like that name. I ain't gonna fuck it up again. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Them drum major tracks be bumping, man. So it was a tough week for us this week, man, with our uh with our teams, man. I uh, man, boy. Boy. Four and zero in the preseason, and zero three in the regular season. We might as well go back to preseason. Boy, yeah, man. Start uh, this shit over. Yeah, man, this shit right here make you want to press a reset. I'm starting to see the reality again of how it is. Yeah, I was happy we still had Jimmy on the team, but we see what it is when we do have Jimmy on our team. So let's yeah, go do it. I mean, we got Carver. I thought we brought in McDaniel. So I'm like, all right, maybe that's gonna be some different. Different coaching, better coaching. Because Gruden plays with, like, the same plays. They, they, people can read the plays. They're mm-hmm. running the same stuff over and over. Because mm-hmm. it's four in the red zone. That's what happened in the playoffs when we played the Bengals. We had the ball on the goal line. Exactly. Couldn't score. Couldn't score. Same thing happening now. If you look at the last game against Tennessee, I think we was, like, two or seven or something in the red zone or something like that. Like, that ain't going to do it. We was down with 20, 20, I think it was... Yeah, 24 or 27 is like 10. Yeah. And they, they didn't score no more in the second half. We called up. We still could have tied the game, but we didn't score the two-point conversion at the end and lost by two. So, 
Like, that's the stuff I'm talking about. Like, if we score in the red zone, like, use Josh Jenkins. You got to run him back. Exactly. You just want to throw the ball. You're forcing the ball to Devontae. You're forcing the ball to Waller. Waller get cracked in the end zone. Tip the ball. Interception. Like, throw it to somebody else that's open, basically. Exactly. Basically, dog. And for us, man, to lose 10 to 11. And that game that you're talking about, that was the Raiders. My boy's a Raider fan. That was a heartbreak, man. Raiders is 0-3 right now. That was a 22-24 to loss, man, against the Titans. Man. Yeah, it's heartbreaker. We was up at, when we played Arizona, heartbreaker. I was at the, the Block at Orange shop. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we up. I look at the phone. We up 20. It's like 1 o'clock. I'm shopping. We the Nike store, all that. By the time I leave at 6 o'clock, I look at the phone. We lost like 26 to 23 in overtime. I'm mm. like... So you're up 20 and you lose. Yeah, because they put that on, too. I didn't watch the end. I didn't see all the games, but I did watch the end of that shit. Uh, yeah, that was a heartbreaker right there. Fucking Kyle Martin, man. And then my team, hey, like hey, I say. I was at SoFi the first game. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I seen, I seen you we online ball, with that one. Mm-hmm. We had a chance to score at the end of the game, just like the last game. So I don't know if it's core. Everybody been blaming core all these years. But he's not playing like he was playing last year, so I don't know if it's, if he's trying to get used to the play calling, or it's Josh McDaniels not letting him do you know call this play, to change the play at the line of scrimmage, do his thing like he used to do. So I don't know what it is. Yeah, we're gonna see, man, because we can't lose to the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, cause my team just did speaking of them damn Broncos, ten to eleven, man. What, what kind of shit is that in the football game, bro? And that was a national game, man. So that shit is a heartbreaker, man. But Going through the rest of these shits, man. We got uh that Packers and Buccaneers game was interesting, man. Yeah, I thought Brady was about to pull it off again. Yeah, I had watched the end of that one. I thought Brady was about to pull it off at the end, man, and tie it up. But uh that didn't happen. Goddamn Falcons got them a win against the Seahawks finally. I thought the Seahawks was about to pull that one off, but Falcons finally got them a win. Uh the goddamn Rams beat the damn Cardinals. I was rooting for the Cardinals in that game, man. But damn, yeah, damn Rams pulled that off. What's going on with them Chargers, bro? But them Jaguars put hands on them, bro. Thirty-eight to ten. That was an ass whooping. That was an ass whooping. Man, that was an ass whooping though. But then, yeah, then the Saints even won against the Panthers, man. And, and yeah, yeah. no, oh, that's right. I take that back. I mean, the, Pan- the Panthers won against the Saints. Yeah. Fucking Baker Mayfield beat them. Yeah. And Washington, bro. Washington Commanders, I don't know. I mean, they got one win on the season, but hey, Jalen Hurst starting to look like he may be the real deal, bro. I don't know. Yeah, but we out here making Tanner here look like Tanner Brady and shit. <laughs> and we know Tannehill garbage as fuck. Yeah. All he was doing was running Derrick Henry and doing that play action. Receivers wide open. I'm like, y'all know they gonna. We already know what they gonna do. Exactly. He, you know, rolling out the pocket, looking like uh, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Man, that was that. Uh, the Bengals finally got them a win. They better have beat the damn Jets. And uh, that Ravens and Patriots game. Ravens put hands on them. Man, but Lamar Jackson, he trying to get that money, boy. Pay me, nigga. That's what he telling them. You better, better open up the back up the Brinks truck for me, bro. Cause I want all mine. You think they gonna pay him? Man, you know what I'm saying. NFL, they gonna find some kind of way not to. Ain't nobody getting that Deshaun Watson money. He gonna try to get. I guarantee you, 
I think Deshaun Watson got 230 guaranteed. The best that nigga may get is 215, 220. He ain't getting that 230. He ain't getting over that. He ain't going to get the 230 because they're trying to reset the market. So they're going to give him probably about 215 fully guaranteed and maybe give him like a $300 million contract or something like that. But he probably get about 215 guaranteed, but he ain't getting no 230. I can't see it. I think they might train. Well, shit, I mean, I don't know why. Shit, Patrick Holmes got that 500 million bullshit. It's like, but it was no, only, but, 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 the fact that he, he, um, I mean, he could throw, but he, no. you, know, you know how they always, oh, play. yeah, no, I was, I was about to say that. Don't be surprised if they try to find a way to trade him and shit, or trying to find a way to draft another quarterback and try to ship him up out of here. You know, it's the NFL, you know how they do. Then they're just gonna switch up their whole scheme from, how they built the team around Lamar and try to go back, maybe defensive, you know. It's the NFL, man. Not for long, bro. There's yeah. a lot of quarterbacks coming out. Though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ohio State, you got exactly. Bryce Young at Alabama. Exactly. You got Caleb coming in the next year. Uh-huh, exactly. So, for sure, next year. He ain't coming out this year. They give him one more year. He gonna, way it looks, he, he gonna need one more year. But, yeah. Man, that was, that was a good game. We definitely gonna tap in on that, too. Uh, the Vikings uh, beat the, the Lions 28-24. Lions look pretty good this year, though, man. Those Vikings came back on that. Lions uh, don't look like the same old Lions. And as you were talking about earlier, them goddamn Bills, boy. But Dolphins, man, we got to play their ass this year, too. But the thing is, they do come to Frisco. But, man, and I was happy. The game, we, the game that we forgot to mention was the uh, them the Colts. Oh, yes, yeah, so I was just about to say the them Colts and the Chiefs, man. 20-17, to 17, yeah. man. Them fucking Colts came back, bro. I didn't think they was gonna do that, and we ain't gonna talk about the goddamn Bears and uh, who was that? The Bears and the uh, Texans and shit. They they did win that twenty three to twenty. I know a couple of weak ass cow. I mean, was say Chicago Bear fans, and then yeah, uh, remember uh, you talking about the, the uh, Jaguars and the Chargers. Man, I'm that like, game. Boy. They beat us. That's the only win they got. Like we all three, they won. They won it too. Oh, the. Uh, Chargers oh, Chargers, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, one and two, yep, uh-huh, exactly. So, uh, we ain't that yeah. far off. We yeah, them motherfucking Cowboys surprising everybody, man. Thing, we could have won all three of these games. Yeah. Motherfucking Cowboys. We should have won all these games. Yeah, so Cowboys, Cowboys won. Man, 23 to 16, yeah, they, they, they two and one on the season, you know what I'm saying, without that, you know. That's that bullshit, so. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's gonna be crazy in the field season, man. The good thing is you gotta look at it right now. It's still early. That's the only thing you can just be is optimistic right now. Shit, have a little optimism. But uh, I was talking about basketball shit earlier, man. You already know we Lakers. So at the end of the day, fuck Boston Celtics. But uh, I was just saying, you know, Neil Long, our girl though. You know, we from L.A. nigga, so we fuck with Neil Long from day one. So just an unfortunate situation that they should have to get put on front street like that, man. But uh. Yeah, bro. I just me and uh, me and Mike was on earlier. We were just talking about that whole little situation, man. Just you know about just getting caught up, man, doing shit at the workplace and stuff like that. You know, we all done been through it or seen people and went through it. This is good shit. Sometimes you can build families yeah. off of it and probably have you know a good life. And a lot of times that shit is good when it start off, and then next thing you know, you know. But a lot of it can be selective, though. Yeah. You know what I know. It'd be more people doing that stuff up in there than just of course. two people. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's so, anywhere. Depending on who they want to, you know, put 
put the light on. They mm-hmm. gonna put that information out. Everybody else still doing what they doing, especially the people that be at the top. Exactly. You see, my whole thing with that one was that when they did the press conference, I'm like, okay, okay, Emane did his thing, okay, yada yada. Like to see even the reporters them asking, okay, was well, he the only one that's being disciplined? Nobody else being disciplined at this time. I mean, they ain't giving no information about you know the other person that's involved. You know, we don't know nothing about it. But he don't even want to get disciplined. So, like I say, man, that's some boss of selfish shit. Uh, wish the best to him and Neil alone. They got a son together. But uh, like I say, man, this Lakers all day. So, hey, well, anything that can hurt the Celtics and not have they as close to trying to get uh, what's that number eighteen over us? I'm cool. So, worse than our favorite at the end of the day when it comes to the basketball side. On the life side, like I say, touchy such situation. I'm gonna let that go. Well, speaking of that, man, today was a uh, media day today, so I watched a couple of interviews. Uh, Lakers talking that talk, man. You know, it's always optimism when the season first start, man. We all optimistic and thinking, you know what I'm saying, maybe we got a chance. Like <laughs> you know, niggas coming up, showing up in shape and shit, showing they little gym summer bodies and shit, you know. Niggas and put on some pounds and stuff. Niggas that claim they didn't work on certain aspects of their game and shit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Westbrook had his same old Westbrook, you know, I, well, I'm going to do whatever it takes to help the team shit today, so. I don't know, man, you know. Yeah, at least he's saying that versus I'll do whatever I wanted to. Yeah, so. As a fan, bro, I guess, man, we, you know, we can't do nothing but be optimistic, man. We still got AD and LeBron. And if AD can stay healthy, you know what I'm saying? LeBron had a couple of nagging shits the last couple of years, so he talking about he done changed up his diet too also. So hopefully, man, we can at least make a run, look decent enough in the season where we can probably make a couple of moves or something like that, you know. But we'll see, man. I mean, I, I was definitely happy to hear Patrick Berry talk. That Patrick Berry talk, that's the number one dude I'm really happy to see this year because, you know, we hate that motherfucker for years right there, boy. Man. Is Melo coming back? Nah, they haven't signed Melo back. I doubt if they going to sign. If if Melo gets signed, he'll be uh, probably a mid-season signing for somebody, if not us. I can see him getting signed probably in the mid-season. But I don't see him getting signed right now by nobody. Melo, Melo just needed to stay in shape and wait for that call. Because somebody's going to call. And you know what I'm saying? Good thing, you know, somebody's going to call. We gonna, that's the whole point. I looked at that shit, and I don't see enough. But, you know, I don't see enough. But... We got the Suns in our division. Yeah. Kings. Kings coming up. Uh, of course, the damn Clippers should be healthy. Um, Portland, I don't really know what's going on. Is Portland in our division still? Or are they? Are the Clippers, the Kings, the Warriors, and the Suns? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, Portland used to be. I think in the old how the old division used to be before they shaped it up. I think when the Pelicans and all that shit came in. So Portland may be over there with uh Portland, oh, Portland, Denver, Portland, Utah, Denver. Yeah, they over there in that division. Portland, Utah, Denver. Who that? Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. The Midwest and shit up there in the cold areas. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, we gotta worry about for sure the Warriors and Clippers down show. That's the down show. 
So what you think the uh, Nets gonna do? I mean, man, they still got KD and Kyrie, bro. And niggas sleeping too. Don't even sleep. And they, and they got Ben Simmons. Niggas acting like they forgot what Ben Simmons can do because they seen that bullshit in the playoff game about the little scared to take the little shot because he didn't want to go to the free throw line. Don't get it twisted. That nigga Ben Simmons is a monster. You know what I'm saying? So now you about to have him pretty much doing what he doing for us playing hell of a defense, being able to run the tempo because when James Harden was over there, he was already pretty much being the point guard. So now you're going to have Ben Simmons over there being the point forward, running the tempo with Kyrie off ball and can still kill you when he get the ball and dribble. And Ben Simmons going to be setting all that shit up because you got to turn this to be real. Ben Simmons, baby LeBron. Nigga, you're going to have to uh, claw that paint. And when you claw that paint, oh, my God. You got wet KD, you got Kyrie, and you're going to have Joe Harris out there, and you got Seth Curry out there. Yeah. Niggas, niggas better uh, hope, you know what I'm saying, Steve Nash fuck it up. Because <laughs> if the players get it right and stay healthy and keep their mindset right, man, yeah. You know, Lakers, you know what I'm saying, can get right. I love to see Lakers in the Nets, man. You know, I'm Lakers fans. So I'm always putting them in there. But, yeah, Nets may take it this year over there in that East, man. Uh, you know, we got Milwaukee, James Harden slimmed down a little bit. Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see. New the Harden. Hawks, the Hawks got uh, De- what's his name? DeJounte. Yeah, DeJounte uh, Murray. Yeah, to go along with uh, with Trey Young in the, in the backcourt. That's going to be interesting to see. I need to play with that on 2K. I need to see what that do on 2K. I forgot about that. Oh, that's right. Boston made that uh, Malcolm Brogdon move, too. Forgot about that, but uh, big boy out there. Yeah, I don't mean. And then if Lonzo ain't hurt right now, it ain't no telling when he going to be hurt again. So that's all I think about Zoe. You know, Zoe, my boy, too, man. You know, I'm a Zoe boy. I'm a Zoe boy, man. But Zoe just can't can't do it, man. He can't stay healthy. Um, Who else you got over there? Indiana's, uh, whatever. They should have went ahead and just took one first-round pick, but they want to be stubborn, so now you're going to be stuck. Um, who else, man? They traded them to the Pistons. No, uh, Utah did that. They traded uh, Bodon Bogdanovich to the Pistons. Lakers was trying to get Lakers was trying to get him, but, you know, you already know how that go with Utah, man. You, exactly, bro. I was about to say, you already know how that go. You got Danny Age punk ass over there, so Danny Age gonna be on that bullshit, bro. Yeah, you know how Danny Age get down, especially when it comes to the Lakers and shit. And that's why he took that steal. I mean, even though I think it's a steal both ways, but at the same time, you still got two younger, two younger wing players. And somebody in potential with uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, and we just got Patrick Beverly, but we needed that dog right there. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. If that shit can actually really click, man, if him and that nigga Westbrook can really just be on and just be some monster niggas out there talking shit to niggas all up in their face and shit, man, that should be so, man, that should be so lovely to see. You know, that's in a perfect world thinking, but it could happen, man. But if them niggas can get on the same page and just be two dogs out there, nigga doing they stuff all together and shit and encourage each other to do that bullshit, nigga. And us as Laker fans backing that shit up, too. Man. Because you know Laker Nation, nigga, we roll deep, nigga. And we gonna back it, nigga. As long as you rock that uniform, we gonna back you. 
sleeper team. Everybody keep talking about fucking. Everybody keep talking about Dallas, dog. I don't think them niggas. I don't think them niggas got enough, bro. I about to say I'm fucking with Cleveland because they was already nice last year, and now you added uh Donovan Mitchell because we forgot to talk about them. I'm fucking with Cleveland as a sleeper coming out the East. If they get their shit right, cause they man, they already was like you said, they was already balling. Um, old boy Colin Saxon, he didn't even play last year. He was hurt, so like I say, they it's not like they really traded somebody that was a part of their rotation like that. So now you got that same team pretty much coming back with adding Donovan Mitchell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um Minnesota. Minnesota, I think can go second round. I just never really been a fan of Gobert like that. I think it's good for Anthony Towns because now Carl Anthony Towns ain't got to be uh I mean he's a scoring big man. He's not a defensive big man like that. But off off ball, weak side and shit like that. Oh, he come through get some blocks, talk shit like he really doing something like that, but straight up defender that's not really him. So where you can put Rudy Gobert in there to really take that load off him now. So now he can really focus on being a scoring big man now. That's going to be kind of dangerous. And then I love me some Anthony Edwards. I ain't going to lie. That boy Anthony Edwards is a, Anthony Edwards is a monster, bro. Yeah. He, yeah, Anthony yeah. Edwards is a monster. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, a monster. Detroit, Detroit got some. some they got some other coming, bro. They, 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 uh, I was looking when they made the boat down of his trade because I was watching with my boys, uh, Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, a big Pistons fan, always repping, you know, the deep. Um, shout out to Jalen and Jacoby. Um, he was, they were showing the lineup. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. Shit, get ass uh, about a year. I, I didn't even know they had Marvin Bagley over there. He coming off the bench. I was like, damn. That's how most of them do cats go, though, man. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't a Kentucky Wildcat, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's how you usually go. Them Duke Wildcats usually don't pan out, man. You know? Uh, not too many. Just, what, Tato? Blue Tyler, Devils. I'm saying, I'm saying Duke, Duke, I mean, Duke Blue Devils, man. Don't get it twisted with Kentucky's the Wildcats. But yeah, them Blue Devils don't usually pan out, man. Nah. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm looking forward to this NBA season, though, man. Like I said, especially, you know, one thing about the NBA season, it ain't getting cracking until Christmas time. That's usually when we kind of start watching basketball. We kind of give football a chance. Unless our team is just super boo-boo the first seven, eight weeks, then you know it's kind of over with. Then you just like fuck it. Let me start with see what the Lakers gonna do. But we usually give you know basketball up until about Christmas, and that's when we kind of focus on that shit. Like you know, put that set on it. Like all right, it's time to see what these niggas gonna do now this year. So we'll see, man. We'll see on yeah, that, I bro. See what, what We're I gonna mean, see, bro. I want to see what that brother can do, man. I mean, <laughs> I know he a real one, bro. In a way, I'm glad they didn't add Rasheed Wallace to the coaching staff because. Man, you already know that nigga Rasheed and Darvin Ham. Yeah, that'd have been too much. Some, some, somebody would, somebody would have got slammed up in that locker room. That's a damn show. But uh, I think adding Pat Beverly was uh, was big though. Cause back adding Pat Beverly is is more than what he brings on the court. Like just watching him on, uh, on the media day today, man. He was just talking about how people in LA, you know, and this is true. Be like people don't even speak in LA like that. You gotta make people speak and shit. You know, you come from the country down south, Midwest, other places, you know, black people they speak. Out here, you know, we don't say shit. 
You got you look a motherfucker dead in their eye and walk right by. You be like, God damn, hey, how you doing? And then you have a person talk to you one day when they need something, and the next day they ain't got shit to say to you. You know, we deal with that a lot in LA, man. That's some real shit. So he was just saying, just like, you know, he got people just speaking to each other, just having conversations. Just it's the little things, man. Just really having like he was saying he was sitting there watching film and uh Kendrick Nunn walked by him and said, Man, you watch a film already? He's like, hell yeah, watch a film. And your ass and you be sitting there and watch a film next, next or right next to me. Made the nigga grab a seat, sit your ass down, and watch this film. And you know, you need motherfuckers like that, man. So Yeah, you need that, bro. So it's it's more. Yeah, exactly. We ain't got no Chris Duddy. That's why Chris Duddy was valuable for us. I mean Chris Duddy. Jared Duddy was valuable for us, man. You know, it wasn't about the minutes that he didn't play. It was about him being on the bench and the shit that he did in the locker room for them. That's why when he went and became a coach, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's why we try to get Rondo back, but Rondo got his own issues going on. Yeah. Same way with that boy Mystico, man. It's crazy, boy. I, I, and he just gonna learn his lesson, boy. I seen that shit. I thought it was some old shit. I'm like, this nigga didn't, got caught up in the bullshit again, man. Same stuff. Same shit, bro. Same shit. I think he ain't. He in custody right now, but uh, shit, I think the, they indicted his ass already, so yeah, pretty much a wrap for him, bro. I think he been surviving our <laughs> Man, so yeah, I think he waiting on sentencing now, man, so. All bad, all bad for Mr. Cal, man, all bad for Mr. Cal, bro. So, yeah, man, so, you know, how, how's the family, everything doing, man? You know what I'm saying? People ain't probably ain't heard from you in a minute and stuff, man, you know. Bro, appreciate you for being on here with me and stuff, man. Let everybody know how your family stuff doing, how you doing in life, man. Everything good? Yeah, everything good. Just working and taking care of business, man. Just trying to support the missus and what she trying to do and just trying to make everything work. Coming up to shit. Went by fast. 13 years married. Yeah, man. It's a blessing, man. You know, congrats, man. It's a blessing. Yeah, man. So, just trying to... Stay positive, keep yeah. working, try to, you know, lift everybody else around. Yeah. Yeah, man. Keep you know, going, man. Yeah. Especially being fathers, man. That's one thing about it, being fathers. And you you got a son, but shit, you got three girls. So, you know, I got one girl. And boy, yeah. Especially having them daughters. Ain't nothing like being that real positive role, you know what I'm saying, role model, that figure in their life to see, hey, this is what you should look for in a man. And if he can't be least me or better than me you don't need that motherfucker now you know they meaning that we used to see fathers and they treat their daughters a certain way when we came around and the shit try to get at their daughters like now you understand that when they tell you that and shit yeah when we used to tell you that like my father said i need to you know you'd be like what the hell what he now you know what he means like shit i got a daughter now i know what it is now like nah you gonna this motherfucker ain't better than me he ain't coming close to me and ain't better mm-hmm yeah, but the other part of it too, that your daughter, like, take care of you, so. As, oh, yeah. It's a son, man. Like, yeah, that's your seed. He, right. you know, that's your image, but, like, when you get older and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff, you need stuff to be taken care of, your daughter will be the one taking care of you. Exactly. So, that's for damn sure, bro. That I was about to say, that's, that's probably <laughs> the number one thing with having a daughter, you know, for sure, she married or not. Daddy old or something. Oh, my daddy needs somewhere to go. My daddy moving in. She ain't gonna tell you like that. She just be saying just like that. Yeah, my daddy needs somewhere to go. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, he moving in, so you can get his stuff. It's outside. You're like, huh? I didn't even say. Uh, you know, we ain't about to fight with that. So, pops have his room right there in the house, taken care of. 
with his TV, everything set up. You sitting back watching the game and shit, inviting company over. Husband looking at you mad in the motherfucker. <laughs> Making that nigga go to store and run. Son, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your daughter just, when you get mad, okay, daddy. You can't really say nothing because. She hit you with the, okay, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. You want to yell at your ass. Yeah, exactly. Right. Son, though, you want to be able to do it. What? You a smart yeah. motherfucker? Yeah. You want to grab them by the shirt? Yeah. yeah. Like, nigga, what? Then I said, I said do it now, motherfucker. Not when you want to do it. Yeah. Man, nigga, you don't pause that game that I bought, motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the difference, though. Like, yeah. Shit. Being there, you know, being in the house and seeing the dynamic with both parents in the house, mm-hmm. it's different with the with the kids when they with the mom and then when they with you. Because mm-hmm. when I see the difference, uh-huh, yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. She gets certain things, and not saying it's all gonna let them, but yeah. they know with me, like either you gonna have to clean your room up or or something gonna have to be done. Like I'm not just giving you nothing. Like, yeah, it's a lesson in everything I'm trying to do. Exactly. So more or less, like it's just different. They know I can ask mom, she'd give it to me, but if I ask dad, you know, stuff to come up with them. Exactly. You already know that's what it should be. That's what we was taught. Somebody gotta have the value, but you always want that balance in the house anyway. You don't really want yeah. both person, you know, both parents to be a certain way. So to have, you know, you need that. That's that that keeps that balance. But yeah, man, before yeah. you know what I'm saying, before I get you up out of here though, man, I was uh I like to try to do this with all the guests, it's typical stuff, but uh I got my top my top five of all time rappers, man. I ain't got no order. So I got Snoop. I got Buster Rhymes, I got Pac, I got Scarface, and I got Jadakiss. What you got? I got Pac, <clears throat> excuse me, Jay Z. Mm. I got Wayne. Mm, it's my boy too. Sorry, Weezy. Yeah. I got M. Mm-hmm. And... You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Andre 3000. Ooh, Dre got some flows. All right, I, I was going to hit you with that uh, real quick, too, because me and my cat did the top five rappers, and then we did the groups. And on my groups, I had... Uh, Hope I remember shit, you know, fuck around and change it, but I know for sure I had um Course Bone, uh Outcast, NWA, uh shit, who else I had on there? Damn. Oh, I ghetto 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 boys and ghetto boys and somebody else. Damn, I'm missing somebody else now. Just did it on it was on the spot, but yeah, man. Definitely on the my, next one, bro. My number one group, nigga, just growing up where we grew up, nigga, with the East Siders. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say that was that that was my fourth and fifth one. There you go. I had the East Siders and Dog Pound, and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I had all I had said all down. I said because he can't get it. Yeah, yeah. Trey D, bro, man, for real. Brother, you don't know. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate you, my nigga. Appreciate you for coming through, showing me love, man. For sure, for sure, bro. For real. Anytime. Yup.